Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Well, tonight is a big, big night for me. I have my wife in studio, Crystal Reese, and we're going to be talking about this project she's been working on for the past couple months, this children's book. But it's it's exciting for me because she's not about getting on the radio and doing any of this kind of <laughs> stuff. So for her to be here today, Sean, with yeah, us, yeah. this is like, I'm, I'm a little nervous, I'll be honest. I think it's going to be great. I think a, <laughs> a lot of people have, have been anticipating this lately too because we're going to be sharing about um, some very important subjects that I, I believe is going to minister to a lot of people and, and that's why we're doing it, this open up this amazing story. And we do hope it's going to be an encouragement as we kind of chop it up here with Crystal and Ryan, them just kind of being transparent on the journey they've gone through over this last year. And through it all, maybe on the other end of the sh- uh, the other, the second part of the show, we'll be taking your phone calls. So as you hear things as we're talking about it, you can start calling in and just uh, getting in line and we'll love to talk to you. Um, the number is 888-564-6173. Again, the number is 888-564-6173. And you can watch us live at ryan-reese.com. Yes, and that's the people that we want calling in tonight are people that have dealt with infertility, um, that have struggled to get pregnant and, and just different things in their and even with their marriage. It affects so many different areas in one's walk. I mean, just on the way up here, we, um, we heard a couple stories of um, – there was a girl that uh, we were meeting with earlier. She was talking about her niece, and she got pregnant. Uh, she couldn't get pregnant naturally, and she went through some of the infertility treatments, and she got pregnant with um, quads and wow. literally lost the quads at, what I think was it, 26 weeks. Mm. And then she lost another kid, and it was just this is, but this is common. Yeah. This is a common story that happens with a lot of different women, and there's so many different areas that could so many different things that could happen that that would not allow you to get pregnant so this is a big subject for a lot of women so if that's you and you want to call in and talk to crystal later on we're gonna we're gonna talk about her story right now but we want to give out the number again 888-564-6173 that's 888-564-6173 well, for some of you guys that don't know, Crystal Reese, she's my wife. I've been married to her for about three years and a half, I think now. And during this amazing um, marriage, we went through some pretty gnarly storms. But Crystal, I would like you to give your perspective on uh, what it was like uh, when you when you met me, how we met. Because I have my story. Yeah, the, you tell the real story. <laughs> Because I'm a wild man, but you're, you're, you know, you're a little bit more conservative. So what was the story really like? Okay. So a friend brought me to church, Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa. And I sat in the back of Shine, which is a Saturday night service at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting back and it's all dark. And all of a sudden this guy with long hair <laughs> comes up on stage and he st- starts talking about porn and sex and all these uncomfortable, just kind of awkward topics that I have never heard spoken in church before. So... I kind of looked around just to see if everyone else was uncomfortable like me and nobody was. So anyways, that was my first kind of introduction to Ryan and then met him after and after a couple group dates. And What was that like? 
Interesting. Very interesting. No, so, but... like, were you attracted at all? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I liked you. Like, I was like, "Who's that girl?" You know. And then uh, you just vanished. Yeah. Till till like four months later, and then yep. you came back to church. Well, I was living in New York, so mm-hmm. I was had a you know coming back and forth to to work and see the family and everything here, and finally got. I think you worked up the courage to ask me out on a date date because there's difference. There's like Christian dates, which is right. like group dates. And then there's like alone <laughs> dates. But so I had to learn how that all worked. <laughs> so our, our first date was like 100 people. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and pizza. <laughs> yep. And then we got married. And then we got married that quickly. Yes. <laughs> we got how long? Probably like six, five, six months in total. And then it was a done deal. Done deal. Best decision I ever made. I don't me know about too. you, but for I'm, me it was. I'm, it was great. I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> that doesn't sound convincing enough. No, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we got married, and we we got we were married for about a year and a half, and then we decided to have kids. Yes, yes. So we, you know, Ryan's a little older. <laughs> Crystal, I'm like two years older than you. I'm 23. And, uh, so you know, it's it was about the time to have the conversation, and um, we we uh, talked about. Lots of different things, uh, adoption, um, not having kids. You know, there we had gone to the doctors at that point and kind of found out that we couldn't get pregnant naturally. So, you know, we were just exploring our options. But the one thing through this whole kind of what were conversation, some of the well, adoption was we talked through that. We talked about having no, not having kids. I mean, we were so busy at the time, you know, doing ministry and reaching out to kids, and you know, it was like, well, we could just be, you know be mentors to all these kids that, that need help out there. Why, why do we need our own? You know, we just started to justify why we, you know, maybe God didn't want us to have kids of our own. And we had, you know, we hang out with my nieces and nephews a lot and we were like, we have them, you know, if we can't have kids, let's just, we'll we'll just make them our kids. Well, yeah. And, and we didn't want the infertility to turn into like our God, right? Because it it takes a toll on you every month when you do that pregnancy test and it comes negative and you're like, what else? You know, can I do it? You know, it's, it's like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. You feel like a total failure and you're like, but why? And then you try to tell your friend, you know, over coffee, you know what you're going through. And they're like, can't even relate because they didn't go through it. So you just you just feel more alone. And and it's just really hard. And and then, you know, I you have to also count your blessings during that because, you know, you can isolate yourself. You can get depressed and and you also have to realize, like, what God has blessed you with. So, like, you know my husband i mean you know i have to be thankful that you know god brought ryan into my life and if we don't have kids i should just be thankful that i have an amazing husband right and all and you know just to spend my life with so you know we we talked through all that i want to go back to uh when we talked about when you mentioned um you didn't want to make it your god yeah and let me break that down a little bit more so the listeners can understand when it says like your god is like we don't we didn't want this to become the center focus of our life so we get our eyes off of God. Like Jesus Christ is our Lord and our God and we follow him. But we weren't going to put, you know, this pregnancy, trying to get pregnant in front of everything else because there's many stories and maybe you are one of the stories of we've heard so many stories of like marriages falling apart because the the girl i mean you've you've talked to a couple girls where oh, they yeah. were obsessed with it right mm-hmm. you want to talk about something or just and just spending years and years and years going through it and it it, it like i was saying it takes a toll on you it is so emotional you, you I, it's so hard to even describe the feeling of like just hurt and you feel like it's something that you're doing but it's it's not your fault you right. know and so like i just 
would just feel for all these stories over and over again of just these women that struggled or were miscarrying or, you know, and they just, they felt like, you know, they were trying to do everything they could to have this child, but it just wasn't working out for them. And they would just, they blame them their, themselves, you know, and then you'd isolate and you'd get depressed. And just to go through that every month over and over again for years, I just... I mean, I only went through it for like six months and I was just like, I'm done. Like, Mm -hmm. I would rather just not even try at all than to have to, you know, do that every month over and over again. So here you go. You have you have people that they just get married and they're, Mm -hmm. you know, say they're in a scenario like us. They're married for like a year and a half. They're happily married. It's amazing. And then all of a sudden your marriage. I mean, the whole the whole thing gets your marriage gets affected by this because now the husband, me looking at Crystal going every month going through this. It's like you, it does affect. And then basically if we just, if she kept focusing on it and we couldn't have kids and we kept focusing over and over, she would spiral, like just become depressed. Then that would affect the marriage. And then you hear about people breaking up their marriages. It didn't work out. I mean, there's story after story. Oh, it it brings a big testing. You know, there was a friend of mine that that I know and they went through this. It was a long time. It was like nine years actually. And it was just crazy intense. And all the things that you're talking about right now, Crystal, the the up and down, the roller coaster of emotions, you know, the the awkwardness or the the testing of where maybe another friend gets pregnant and it's like you want to be happy for them, but then it's like these other emotions, like you know, that should be me, uh-huh. you know, yep. and all those things are just real, real emotions. Mm-hmm. And I think what you just said a minute ago, I think it's key, is because what you're saying is you needed to play, come to a place of commit contentment, yeah. where it's like okay. God has changed my life. He has brought me uh, into marriage and start giving thanks to all the things that you do have in your life. And I believe that's where victory happens in all areas of our life. That's where you give it over to the Lord, you know, and Lord, if you want us to have a child, we're going to have a child. And if it's your will, not my will, you know, all that kind of stuff, that's where you find peace. Um, Because this can be with a situation like this with infertility and children. It can also go and do other areas of life too, where you're like, Lord, like, I, I'm giving you my heart and giving you my life. And if you would just do this one thing for me, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it is, it's a place of testing and, and testings are always for a purpose. And I know that's what you guys are going to be talking about here tonight. And what you were, what you just said about, you know, getting to that place where you tell God, it's not my will, but thy will be done. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the key to our Christian walk is to get our will and put it on the sidelines and say, God, thy will. We want your will to be carried out in our life. And that's where we decided as a, a family unit going, God, we would love kids. I would love little crystals to be running around. <laughs> um, but if it's not your will, then we don't want it. So even though right. it was a hard decision between us, we we got to the point and just said, hey, Thy will be done, and that and that's it. So we so back to the story. You we couldn't get pregnant uh, yeah. naturally. Yeah, we couldn't get pregnant naturally. So we started, you know, talking to a couple doctors, some fertility clinics. Um, we you know got referred to some some amazing amazing doctors, and um, we started going through the infertility process, and that alone is horrible. <laughs> I mean, sitting in those waiting rooms it in those just fertility got worse. centers. Let's say that. <laughs> I mean, it's right out of a movie. It's just it's just, you know, it's it's a very it's very hard and and you know, you just kind of go through it together and so we did and and then <laughs> shortly after a couple months of fertility treatments, we got pregnant with twins. <laughs> Fraternal twins. <laughs> Fraternal twins. So we go in, we 
you know, we're told we have twins. We go in a couple of weeks later and they found a third baby. <laughs> we have triplets. And that's when the fear set in. Um, you know, right away, the doctor was like, I'm not going to give you the photos for your three babies because there's really a 50-50 chance that the third one's going to make it and we're going to probably have to put you on bed rest and just, you know, we went from, oh my gosh, this is so exciting to, oh great, you know, are are these babies even going to survive? And now it's like, your life's in danger, these three babies are in danger, you know, we got to, we got to figure this out. That seriously, that got really sketchy when when I started reflecting back on that. Is that like Crystal said? You we went in, we had the uh, fraternal twins, and just so people don't, they need to understand how the triplets happened. We had fraternal twins, which is two eggs, <laughs> and then what happened is on our second appointment, one of the eggs split a week late into identicals, and then the doctor said there's this thing called vanishing twin syndrome where if um, an egg splits and basically the majority of the time it dies out. It's very common. But what happened is they didn't give us the pictures like Crystal said. And they said, you know, come back in two weeks and we'll let you know if, if you know, the baby catches up or not. So now we're going home. Yeah, I, I was in shock. I, yeah, it took totally. me a while to kind of like just wrap my head around everything. And Ryan's like calling his mom and dad is like, pray, pray, like everyone pray, the church pray. And I'm like, okay, yeah, what, you know, like, yes, I'm just trying to like, still wrap my head around everything and so that's what we did we just prayed we like asked everyone to pray for this third little baby to to catch up and you know get that heartbeat keep going and and sure enough we came back and (laughs) baby c had caught up so we were having triplets and so that's (laughs) i i remember from an outsider's perspective it was actually here when me and ryan were just about to do a show or, or maybe we just ended the show and he was like you know don't let anyone know right now but i just want you to pray and it was the, the scenario mm-hmm. it yeah. was um triplets and everything was taking place because like you were saying it's like you're dealing with all these emotions of uncertainty are they going to make it you know how many people should we tell should we keep it close? Well, we want people to pray. Like, there's all these different things yes. that you guys were yeah. going through at that time um, that I think a, a lot of people can connect with and relate to, too, maybe if they find themselves in that same scenario. Yep. Yeah, we want to, if you're going through any of these things, please call in, and we'll pray with you. If you've got any questions, I mean, we won't even have to name your name. You could just call in uh, the 888-564-6173. Now, another thing, too, Crystal, is when you were, when you were, um, so we hear that you're you have triplets, and then that was that opened up a whole nother storm. So you go home, and now you're on bed rest. I mean, well, t- a couple of weeks after yeah. we had a scare, you know, and and so rushed to the to the doctor's office, and they put me on bed rest. And it's and it not was pretty early, yeah, right? Super early. I think it was like 15 weeks or mm-hmm. something. I don't even remember. It was, but it was six, so early. It was like 16, 16 weeks, weeks. They yeah. basically That's said that early. we were going to lose. Yeah. They said they were going to lose all three kids at 16 weeks. Yeah. So picture from 16 weeks to 33 weeks, or how long, when did you have the kids? 34, 30, uh, 34 weeks and three days. So from, from 16 weeks all the way to 34 weeks, Crystal so, was on bed rest, and they said that, you know, any, any second we could lose them. Yeah, and I didn't know what the definition <laughs> of bed rest was, so the doctor had to literally explain bed rest to me he's like no you cannot move, move. and i'm like i'm You're sorry like, do you know who i'm married <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> well, when I bed exactly. rest, I go, crystal you, you could sit home not that she's this kind of person anyway because she's active sit home watch tv 
and kick back. No, bed rest means you have to lay down. Yeah. And you yeah. have to have like your hips like in the air. It's like you're right. playing it's against gravity fun. here. Yeah. yeah. And just those numbers. I mean, 16 yeah. weeks is about four months. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you're going on strict bed rest, strict bed rest for another few months, three to four months, three and a half yep. months or whatever. Um, wow. Yeah. You know, life changer. Yep. Things are going fast. It yep. sounds like. Had to quit my job. Couldn't go do anything I loved. I just was basically like in this, you know, in this house every single day. The only time I could ever leave was to go to a doctor's appointment. But I hated going to the doctors because they were going to probably tell me something bad. So Mm -hmm. I would cry on the way to the doctor's office. Sorry, Ryan had to hear me every week because I didn't have to. (laughs) I hate earplugs. (laughs) But it's just so sad because you're like, you know, water in the kidneys. And, you know, I mean, it was like. Everything, oh, you know, baby C's not growing this week. And you're just like, oh, my gosh, like, what am I going to hear this week? Like, you know, so it was just really hard to, like, know that every outing was, you know, you know, we're just praying for some good news until, you know, until we had to go to the hospital and have the babies. But then Jesus shows up. (laughs) Right. Which is the best part of the whole story. Yes. Um, During this time. Uh, as we we get okay, so we basically get to a point where we get the bad news, where the doctor says, "You guys are gonna lose the kids." Our specialist, he's he's actually um he's he's out here in Orange County. He's he's a he's a Jew that became a Christian. So what's that called? Miss um, messianic messianic Jew. Jew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he basically we're we're sitting in in at their office and literally they're they're full on Christians. We all come into the room together and literally. The wife starts crying. Janine. Janine. The wife starts crying. I didn't know we were giving names out. I'm sorry. I just have to. They're just so great. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. heck yeah. Dr. Kurtzman yeah, is the and, specialist. And Find Janine. him in Orange County. He's the man. <laughs> They're awesome. Um, so we're sitting there, and you know she's crying, and he's telling us, you know, we think we're going to lose the kids. So it's intense at this point. I mean, when, when the— when you're here in this situation, and they're shedding a tear, they know, <laughs> they know stuff that we don't know, mm-hmm. but they're telling us, that's when we all just prayed. We all, I remember we all held hands in there and we all just prayed together for God to show up. And then um, we left and then my mom ended up. She had that vision. She, my mom called. How'd that go down, Crystal? It was just, it was just kind of a, it was a hard day. And so we got a call from your mom and she's like, I have this, I had this vision. And we're like, what is it? And it was just this perfect, perfectly timed, encouraging vision that I as she told us I could just see it in a children's book mm-hmm. I I could just see every little you know eyelid the eyelids and the eyes and the hair of the tw- of the triplets and I just could see it all like play out and it just it encouraged us and it basically like it what she was saying was that look you you know these babies are in a storm right now you guys are in a storm right now but God is holding these babies in the palm of his hand and he, and you guys are going to be just fine and they're mm. going to be just fine. And so it was just like, OK, we're getting all this bad news, but we're going to somehow make it through because God's got us. And that was it. And so we just felt encouraged and, you know, we kept going. And how precise God is. Well, because he is God. He didn't yeah. create the heavens and the earth. And he's <laughs> that's what he does. Um, it was three o'clock in the morning. My dad, my mom woke up in the middle of the night and she just like was looking at, at out of her bed and she had a vision, you know, like, you know, like when you hear about the prophets, they had visions all through the Bible. Uh, Paul even had a vision, you know, of heaven. Um, 
But she just saw it was like Crystal said, but it was um I'm gonna break it down in a little bit more detail. It was she saw a stormy sea and she saw a uh she saw a boat, like a boat from Jesus' times, and it was floating on the stormy, stormy sea, and in it was uh, the, the triplets, and one of them, the one that was standing up, looking over the boat with his, the hands over it, had uh, brown hair, and then the other two had blonde hair, okay? Hmm. And in this vision, what happened is the boat ended up morphing, transforming into Jesus's hand. So that was the story that basically the vision that, that my mom had and interesting enough, Sadie has brown hair and the two tw- identicals have blonde hair. That's amazing. Yeah. And God- this, this was out like, what, 16 weeks, 17 weeks. Yeah. God's in the details. Mm-hmm. You know. Dude, it's so on point. When I, when I hear you talk about that, and I was thinking about this earlier, where it's like when we're in the midst of like a trial or a storm or we feel like we can't go much further it's really at those times that God sometimes gets you just enough to get by like an encouraging moment like in your life. And that's what you're talking about right now. There was a story I, I was reading in the book of Acts, um, Acts 18, where Paul was tested. He had been thrown in prison. He's just like, man, I'm about to, I, you know that he's probably at a place, a dark place because he's been tested so many times. He's been thrown in prison so many times. He's been beaten so many times. And a lot of times when the the Bible says, do not be afraid or be encouraged, it's usually the person that's being spoken to is discouraged, is fearful. And the Lord appeared to Paul in that time in Acts 18. Let me see, show you what it says. It says this, but, but Paul, by night, by a vision, the Lord said, do not be afraid, but speak and do not keep silent for I'm with you. No one will attack you or hurt you for I have many people in the city. He was just a moment of encouragement. Look, you're going to make it through this point in your life right now. You know, right now you feel like maybe throwing in the towel or giving up, but I still have more plans for you. And the Lord does that in our lives. Um, and I think that this story of what Ryan and Crystal have gone through can impact many people's life of going through testings and a trial and how a testing can turn into a blessing in some ways and how God can truly turn it out for, for good. And uh, I, I think that's an amazing that thing that we need to be able to see. You know, maybe you find yourself right now, you're married and, you know, you guys are struggling. You want to have children. It's not happening. Uh, maybe you're going through all these different options. Adoption. Should we go to, uh, you know, look to an uh, infertility uh, clinic of some sort or, or something? Or maybe you just feel stressed out. You don't want to do anything. You need encouragement tonight. You're going through a testing like this. We'd like, love to talk to you. Talk to Crystal and Ryan and myself and just to encourage you or where you're at Um in your relationship with the Lord and what's taking place right now. But the c- cool thing about this, I know Chris is going to share. Yeah. She's sharing a little bit right now is it inspired a book. Um, share with us a little bit about the book, the title and stuff like that. Yeah. So the name of the book is it's the Reese triplets and it's called the adventure of the stormy sea. And like I said, it's just, it's taking, you know, Ryan's mom's vision and it's just, putting it in a, in a book that kids can read and understand. It's a board book, so, you know, they can chew on it. So they can see it. And it's, um, it's just, it's beautiful. The illustrator is Jordan Clark and she, I met her through Lacey um, Sturm and she, uh, I remember she wrote some, uh, she drew some illustrations for Lacey's book. And when I saw her, um, Lacey's book, I was just like, who is this? 
illustrator, she's just so, it's so whimsical and just, and it's just beautiful and really sweet. So she was available, total God thing, and she was able to make this happen. And we just printed it and we printed a, lim- we printed a limited um, amount of mm-hmm. copies just because, you know, we just wanted to get it out there. But um, this book is not, is not for profit for us. This is basically um, all the profit from the books are going into printing more books for hospitals and schools. So we have. So after you buy certain amounts, then there's like a chunk of them that are going for free to the NICUs. They're going to children's hospitals. Yep. Locally. Yeah. Everything will be in California area. So we're working on that now and they'll be just free for families that need the encouragement for, you know, new, new moms and, and dads. And it's, it's just a really sweet, encouraging, um, just like a love story. So. I love it. Well, mm-hmm. where can they purchase them besides on my website at ryan-reese.com? So they can get them there. Uh, I'll be at Calvary Chapel Golden Springs for the 10 and the noon service. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Oh, cool. And then at Shine tomorrow night at 6. And um, if, you know, or, or ryan-reese.com. So Shine is also at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar at times it at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. So we'll be there for all the services. And, um, selling these books and just hanging out. If you want to come down and meet Crystal um, and I, and Sean will be there too. We'll be hanging yep. out. Yep. And my verse for this whole project has been Roman, Romans 8, 28. Um, it's just pretty much encompasses. I think that's fitting. Yep. And what, and what is that verse? You want to tell the listeners? All things work together for good for those who love Christ, right? I'm sorry, I'm to his purpose. off the cuff. You know what's amazing? That's it. According to his purpose, yes. And what's it. amazing is I was listening to Papa Chuck today and he was, he was talking about um, just how like, you can go through these storms. You can go through these things in your life, but God is working out his eternal purpose for your life. And if you could see the future and know what he's doing, he's, he's, he's working in your life so you're ready for whatever he has for you in the future. And mm-hmm. even though it might be hardships or tough times, we can't see the future, but he knows. So it's, it's nothing compared, compared to what he has for us in the future. And it all goes back to that verse. All things work together for good for those that love Christ according to his purpose. So you have to be aligned with his purpose. You have to be following him to have that verse applied to you. Because if you're not following God, then you can't apply that verse to your life. I I love that verse. And there, the verse that comes right after it actually goes on and explain it even more. It says what the purpose is to conform us into the image of his son. That's the purpose. It's to shave off some rough areas of our life. It's to test us sometimes through fire to prepare us for things that he has for us in the future. Second um, Corinthians chapter 1 and 2 talk about like the testings that we go through, the sufferings we go through. Sometimes God uses it where I'm like, look, I made it through this and you encourage other people. That's what this book is doing. That's how God, he wants to use us in, in very practical ways. There's a lot of hurting people out there. There are a lot of people that are being tested uh, in their marriage and uh, having children and going through raising children. I know we're going to get into some of these things as well because now that the children are here, right? I mean, how old are they now? Ten and a half months. Ten and a half months. Time's gone by so quick. And for those that are tuning in, we're going to talk about the what's going on now uh, raising these triplets are you know, we being married <laughs> we got 30 minutes yeah we're, we're gonna talk about some of these things because this is now the reality everything's changed you know and i think um the listening audience would like to gain a, a lot of understanding of what you guys are going through and i'm sure it can be encouragement to a lot of people 
Um, if you're tuning in right now, this is live with Ryan Reese. want to always remind you that you can go to ryan-reese.com uh, to look at all of our past uh, podcasts, all of Ryan's studies that are there, his I Am Second stuff, a lot of cool stuff. Obviously, we were just talking about The Adventure on the Stormy Sea, the book that Crystal uh, Reese just um, got done doing, and she's going to be at all the services tomorrow, or the 10 a.m. and the 12 p.m. services at Calvary Chapel Golden Springs tomorrow, uh, as well as Shine at 6 p.m. at Calvary Chapel Golden Springs as well. Guess what? We're going to start airing Shine on the radio right after this, this show. The Bible studies will be coming on immediately after. Yep. So the teachings of Shine will be on the air. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another thing, too, for all those that follow the Whosoever's, continue to do so. Follow on any of the social media platforms, outlets. Go to thewhosoever's.com to be uh, keep up with all the product that's coming out. You know the product. All that is purchased. It goes back into the vision of what the Whosoever's is. The Kill the Noise Tour is something that Ryan and his team has been going out to the high schools and they've been given so many opportunities. And another way they um, have a, a vision of you being a part of this vision, maybe you're not able to go, maybe this isn't your, your niche, but you know it's a need. You can pray. Another way you can donate. They've opened up a monthly giving program for as little as $10 a month. You can make a big impact by them being able to go into the students. You can go to the whosoever's.com to sign up for that as well. What is that? What's 10 bucks a month? That's like four tacos? Yeah, it's like two Starbucks coffees. Two Starbucks. And you can help us. Spicy tacos, I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys right after the break. More live with Ryan Reese coming up. Everything all right? Call now. 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop-de-doo. Now, back to Live with Ryan Reese. Don't say what I warn you. We are back, and I have my wife, Crystal Reese, in studio talking about her new book. What's it called? Adventure on the Stormy Sea. By the Reese Triplets. Yeah, Reese Triplets. And uh, we were just talking about our story of um, going through infertility for about a year and a half after we were married for a year and a half, then we went through it for about a year and a half, and uh, just um, seeking God's will, and we got hooked up with three babies, triplets, but it was a storm the whole way through. It was you know, bed rest. We thought we were going to lose them from uh, 16 weeks on. And then my mom, God gave my mom a a vision in in one of our darkest nights. The vision was of Jesus's hand holding the babies in a stormy sea. And we knew that Mm. the kids were going to be okay and uh, we were going to get through this. And then by God's grace, we had the kids. And um, now there was a book that was, that came out of it. It's It's a baby's book. And when you buy it, basically after a certain amount of them sold, we're going to be giving away, you know, X amount to the NICUs, to the children's hospitals. This is, there's no profit for our family at all. This is strictly all, 100% of the profits go to um, pushing free books out to the children's hospitals. So it's a, it's a, it's a great thing. Oh, and you could get them either tomorrow at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar at all three services. We'll be down there or at Shine that evening at Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar as well. Or you can go to my website, ryan-reese.com. And you could uh, you could purchase them there. They're good for baby showers, for people that are just having kids. I mean, anything. So, yeah. 
um, if you're tuning in right now, again, this is Live with Ryan Reese, but if you want to call in now, as we've been talking about all these things, you find yourself maybe struggling having children. You see yourself struggling maybe in your marriage and different things. We're going to be talking about many things right now. The number is 888-564-6173. Again, the number is 888-564-6173. You can call us. We know the calls are coming in, but before we get to some of the calls, I want to ask Crystal and Ryan a question because now as time has gone by so quick as we've gone through this amazing, um, powerful story and so many things, all the emotions you guys have gone through up to this point, but now the kids are here. Ten months old about, right? Yes. Um, and now you guys have been married. You have been married about three and a half years, and now you're looking at a different way of life. Life's totally changed now. Having three triplets, that's three car seats, that's, uh, you know, three cribs, that's like everything, you're, the way you navigate through life has changed. Um, but now you know that the importance of keeping your marriage balanced as well. And I'm sure that's tough. I'm sure there's, there's a lot of testings you go through. Why don't you share with the audience about that, Crystal? It's, uh, where it's, do we start? Oh my gosh, <laughs> seriously. I pray every night just for like a good night's sleep. And then I thank God that none of my kids had to go to the ER that day or something. I mean, they put everything in their mouth and mm-hmm. I, I, I oh, we had a oh. choke, kid choke on Christmas. Yeah. Now they pretend to choke because they know it gets my attention. Oh yeah. They go clever, <laughs> clever kids. So, and they're, they're, um, what is it? They're very exquisite, right? Hyper, hyperactive. So they've got the restein. Oh, yeah. Good one, right? All three of them. So, um, <laughs> sorry, Kristen. I'm constantly tired, basically. <laughs> no, but, um, they're starting to sleep through the night and, uh, I'm very, very thankful for that. And, um, you know, every day is just a new day. I wonder how I'm going to get the strength and God gives me the strength and God brings the help and God just does it all because I would be, I don't even know where I'd be without him at this point. No um, one, no one understands unless you have triplets, even like twins. Like, if, like sometimes we have like a grandma take one of the kids, like yeah, her like mom lives t- right down the street tonight, from us. Tonight, my, my mom yeah. and Steve have the, um, have Lily and then Sadie and Evie are with a babysitter. And I'm like, oh, two kids tonight. Whew, so that's like, to be a breeze. Go to no big deal. <laughs> the third throws everything off. Yeah. You don't have three hands. I mean, right. what are you gonna do? So, but you know, I, just speaking in, just looking at my wife. This woman is like superwoman. <laughs> she seriously, um, you know, that, that verse, God won't give you more than you can handle. Um, I would say it gets to that point to where we're like. We can't take any more, but then there's like that. I don't know. God just gives her the strength. Yeah. Um, because it's it's gnarly. Yeah. To to be with three kids. Yep. All day, all night, and it's not three kids. It's the fact that there's three infants, three yeah, ten infants. month yeah. year olds yeah. that need the same attention. I mean, it's different if you have an older kid because you're like, hey, grab the bottle for you know, <laughs> you know, go grab a diaper for me. But when you got three and they're all. I'm hungry. <laughs> I pooped. Yeah. We're all at the same time. You know, you're just like, it's crazy. A game changer. You know, so a lot of time I talk to Ryan, you know, late at night if we catch up because we're busy throughout the day. And and sometimes the phone calls like, hey, I'm here. You know, he has, he has to whisper, you know. I'm you on know, the night program. <laughs> because he doesn't want to wake up the kids and stuff. Like, this whole thing has changed. Um, 
And as you're you're saying through this whole story, I mean, there's probably a lot of lessons that God has taught you. I mean, you were on on bed rest Mm -hmm. for a long time during that time. So you were having to just wait, be still. And, you know, I'm I'm sure many of those things were preparing you for for that today, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's just... It's just so surreal. It's so hard to to really explain bed rest for four months or three and a half months. And then, you know, people try to make you feel better, but they don't quite know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you just kind of try to, you know, you. I feel like there's a verse about it. You just kind of go through your storms peacefully, quietly, I guess, you know, just kind of dealing with it and talking to God a lot. And, I mean, I can't tell you how many Bible studies I went through when I was sitting oh, on sure. bed rest. You know, I don't, I just... There was really nothing else to do, and you can't watch TV and read, and you just like Bible study over and over again, and you just have it on, you know, just out loud. So you're maybe cleaning the kitchen, which I wasn't supposed to do, but you would just <laughs> mm-hmm. have it on in the background. And now the kids, you know, in the morning, every time they wake up, they got they get K Wave in the morning, and they get to listen to Chuck, mm-hmm. and it's just awesome. You know, it's it's just so great that I'm still able to incorporate, you know, a devotional or you know even just like a just kind of have something because I can't make it to church yeah. all the time like I used to. So. That's important, Crystal. And I, I think that's where I can connect with a lot of moms out there because they go through this. So they're trying to, to, to manage a home. They're trying to take care of the, the children and what was their norm. You know, going to church this day, this day, it becomes an impossibility for, for a season. Mm-hmm. And how important it is to have that time, like make that time, yep. which is hard, I'm sure. So well, a lot, of, a lot of moms or fathers can very easily just go, I'm busy. I got games. I got kids. I don't got time for church, but well, Chris, Crystal can't make it to church right now at this point. Well, every time, every time we go to church, the kids get sick. Well, yeah, (laughs) the kids are sick for two months recently. We're like, (laughs) that's not going to happen right now until they get a little bit older. But the deal is, but she is making time for Jesus though. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes it's easy. If you're not going to church, you could just kind of tune out and not read, not turn in, you know, not listen to the radio or any Bible studies. You yeah. know, what's important with that is like it's so easy. Now you get what you prayed for, what you wanted, and then you you get you know this blessing. You don't you don't want to take it for granted, right? Yeah. You don't want to be like, okay, got this. Now I'm gonna move on. Thanks, God. You know, because exactly. people do that. Mm-hmm. People are like, Lord, if I if you just bring that right person to me, I'll serve you with all my heart for the rest of my life. You know, and then so you get that person, and that person becomes number one, and you forsake your relationship God. with the Lord. That happens sometimes. We were mm-hmm. talking about that as we we opened yep. up the show. Uh, how important it is is to have like the Lord number one in your life. That's the only way. That's the only thing that made you get through this pregnancy. Yep. That's the only thing to sustain you. That's the only thing that's going to sustain all of us as God calls us to be. I know have marriages and to raise children. They're testings, and all seasons are testings. You know, before mm-hmm. I, I left tonight, my my boy, you guys know my boys are crazy. You know, they they're they're full power. And who your boys? Yes, full power <laughs> all the time. Someone's always getting punched. Someone's always getting choked. You know, and uh, before I left, I you know Uriah, we're, we're potty training him right now, and. I was telling Nicole, I'm going to go downstairs really quick. I left him with no clothes on upstairs because I, I wanted to be able to go to the toilet real quick. I go downstairs, and all I hear Nicole is like, yells my name. And I'm, like, busy playing with uh, Cohen and Jet. Hear, hear it again. Go up. And she, I go up. Yeah, he just peed all over our bed right before I left <sighs> for the radio right now. Just See, Crystal, that could happen. <laughs> oh, my God. You never know. She had to take all the sheets out and oh, everything. How old is he? he? He's two. 
He's cool. two, so this is the time right now. Yeah, wonderful. We're so. getting the leather bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You just wipe it down. Yep, that's life, you know. And it's it's amazing. Like you're gonna go through things as we go through things that are like they're going to test us. And people out there, the listening audience, you might be going through something right now that's a major testing in your life. You don't think you're gonna make it through, whatever it might be. But we want to encourage you and let you know that with God, it is possible. And like Ryan was saying a minute ago, like sometimes that verse, all things work together for good for those who love God called according to your purpose. Like I, I believe it, but like it's being hard to believe it right now because I just see bad. I, I don't see things working out. I'm stressed out. I'm upset. She's upset. I'm not going to make it. How is any good coming out of this right in this particular moment? There might not be. Um, but that's where it comes to having a love relationship with God and a trust and a faith in the Lord. You know, if you do want to uh, call in tonight, the number is 888-564-6173, 888-564-6173. There was one question that was up here. Do you guys remember what it said? It yeah. had to do with her with her daughter. Um, the daughter was been battling with this was it for Ma- six she, months or six, six years. I think she's married for six years and mm-hmm. and struggling with infertility. San Bernardino. Well, so since we didn't get the question, yeah. but we it came up for a second. Yeah. Look at seek God, ask God. You have not because you ask not. We gotta we gotta ask Him when we ask Him. We gotta ask Him, Lord. We want Your will. We want to align ourselves with your will and then let him work in your life. And if it's his will that that you have these kids or a kid, then thy will be done. If not, then you got to we got to prepare ourselves to accept it and know that all things work together for good for those that love Christ according to his purpose. Yeah. You know, there were some nights and I just wanted to say something after, you know, is um I would just when we had the babies, I was just so upset you know, at the end of the day, because, you know, I'm t- sleep deprived and just mm. never didn't get a shower, didn't get really to do anything for myself. And, and, you know, my prayers just turned into like help, you know, I, I didn't even want to pray, you know, mm-hmm. you just get you just get so frustrated with your situation, you know, and, and that's, you know, those were the nights where Ryan was just right there by my bedside praying. So for some of those you know, people out there, couples where the wife is over it or the husband's over it, that other person has to just jump in and mm. be that, be that prayer warrior, be there and pray. Because I, sometimes I didn't even want to say amen. I was so, I was so upset and I mm. hate saying it, but I'm just, this, that's the yeah, truth. You're real. so just feel you so, you feel so defeated and in your struggling and you need to have that help made. You need to have that person by your side to just encourage you. Mm. I think that's, that's something that we can talk about is that, you know, I, I even felt like that as well. Sometimes it's like we, we prayed, you're like, okay, hey God, we want kids. And we went through all this hell. And then all of a sudden we had them. And then all of a sudden it gets so gnarly that then you're like, God, like, why would you do that? Like we, we pray, we wanted kids, but like, man, this is just so much. It's like, we're stressed out. Like we, you, I mean, for us, we have to have people come to our house. Like if for Crystal to like take a shower, there has to be me and someone else. With right. the kids. You can't have one person with the three kids. You have to have two. So we have to have outside help coming in to help us offset the times to get things done. I mean, just to pay bills and stuff. I mean, right. yeah. you wouldn't even imagine, like, how much help you really need just to just to barely get through life at a very slow pace. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then you get, then you go to God and you're like kind of mad and you're like, God, dude, I love you. But man, like, this is like crazy. Like, what are you trying to do? But then it all, it all boils back to like, God is working out his eternal purpose. And I thought about that story in Jeremiah where it talks about the the potter on the Mm -hmm. wheel. You know, we know I've heard, you guys probably heard Chuck Smith kind of break it down where he talks about the potter on the wheel where the potters, you know, he's, he's, he gets the clay and then he throws water on it. And he starts like shaping it and it's on the wheel and the wheel could be like the, 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 your life, you know, the wheel, the, the potter could be spinning the wheel and the wheel could be going super fast and out of control. Like your life maybe, maybe feels like it's going super fast and out of control, or it could be going really slow. Like the pot, like the wheel could be going really slow, but the, the whole moral of the story is that the clay is us. The wheel can be the, the the speed of our life if it's slow or fast, whatever situations are going on. But the potter is God, and he's in complete control of our life. And he is creating that clay into that vessel or that pot that he, he has a plan for it, and that's us. And sometimes he has to smash that clay down. He has to break it and remold it, and it doesn't turn out the way he wants it, so he has to break it down again. And God takes us through these situations in our life. Like I was telling Crystal today, I said, the crystal that I married three years ago is a whole different crystal, Mm -hmm. the crystal that I know today, because she's grown with God, but then God has taken her out of her comfort zone and broke her, shaped her, molded her into this, 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 new creation, this new person that she has, that he has his plan for now, starting now. But she can't see that right now because she's still in the thick of the storm where I get to go to work and I can kind of see things. I'm not like with the baby's 24 hours a day because I have to go to work, but I could see what's happening in her life. But it all goes back to all things work together for good for those that love Christ according to his purpose. And that's same purpose for each one of us. God takes us through these storms. James talks about it, but he perfects us. He shapes us. He molds us. So important, everything you just said, because you, as you, we just got through a major storm, as we've been talking about, uh, through the high-risk pregnancy and everything that took place. Now, fast forward to today, you're raising those three, three triplets and the testings now again. Like you said, now the clouds have come in again at times. There's testing that's going through. But what always is going to happen is as time goes by, we'll be able to have 2020 vision when we look back and be like, you know what? I'm thankful that this Porsche, this happened in my life, you know, and I wouldn't want it any differently. That's how if we are allowed the Lord to work in our lives like that, that's what's going to happen. And I think that's what's going to happen, Crystal. I, I think that this is going to be a shaping moment in your life. I think the time that you had when you were on bed rest was for a purpose, preparing you to to have these triplets and all this, this aspect. Crystal, um, for the listening audience right now, how about a girl, like, in your particular situation, like, almost if you were speaking to yourself and, and where you were at in your discouragement, what would you want to be heard at that time? Wow. Um what would I want to be heard? Wow, that's um, that's a good question. I I think that I just needed someone to be there to pray with me. Mm. I think that the I think that people can't relate to what you're going through. They don't know your situation. Every situation is different. Every situation, and you just want someone to be loving and supportive and and pray with you. Yeah, and just kind of help carry you through. There were some very, very sweet, sweet women that did that. 
that that's all they that's all they had to do. Right. You know, they didn't need to tell me that they could relate or anything like that. It was just sitting with me and praying with me. Yep. Which is yep. needed. Oh, and which yeah. is needed in a lot of our lives sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's not sometimes there's not words to say. And like just being around sometimes and, and being that encouragement and praying for, for the, the people in our lives like that can be a, a great encouragement. We do have a few more minutes, about ten more minutes. If you wanted to call in, the number is triple eight five six four six one seven three. Again, the number is triple eight five six four six one seven three. I'm on I'm on a Papa Chuck uh, marathon today. Uh-huh. I heard him say this today: prayer changes things, mm-hmm. <laughs> and sure does. Yep. And you know what? Prayer changes a lot of times. It changes us. Yep. That's that. That's the key. Because we don't change God. We don't yeah. change the direction that that God has. It's just us aligning our will with the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, and the Lord wants us to call upon him. The Lord wants us to trust us with everything that we have. Okay, we got Gabby. We're going to go ahead and grab, get Gabby on the air from La Marana. I'm sorry, hello? Hey. How you doing, Gabby? Oh, Gabby, we're here. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Gabby, Don't hang up on us. Don't hang up on us. Gabby, do you hear me? Uh, let's see. Let's wait. Maybe we'll, we'll, she clicked yeah. over or something. Yeah, we'll come. We'll come back. Give her a second. She has a really cool question. Yeah, she does. <gasps> Hello. There, oh, there you go. Are. How you doing? You're on live with Ryan Reese. What's your question tonight, Gabby? Hi guys. Um, I was hoping you can help me out. I um, I also. Uh oh. We might have to just read it. Yep. Let's go ahead and just read it. Yeah, let me read it. It says, um, she is married with twins, separated from her husband. The twins diagnosed with Down syndrome. I felt like a single parent for the first two years. We are getting counseling now through Calvary Chapel. How do you get past the resentment of feeling like you were doing it all alone? It's heavy. I mean, I think that as we are saying here, I think the the greatest encouragement through our lives is always going to be in the Lord. You know, it's sorry for the situation that you're facing and what took place in your marriage, and we don't know the details of it. But even in that, you know, whether he left or whatever it was, God is going to be with you through this major storm of your life, has been with you up to this point. And I'm sure now, as the twins have been diagnosed with Down syndrome as well, God has called you. God has called you to be the mother of these children. God's going to give you strength to be the mother of the children. And the resentment that you're feeling, guess what? It's natural. You know, I think a lot of us would feel those emotions. A lot of us would be like, why me, Lord? And why did this guy leave? Or why, why did my marriage get, you know, messed up in this? Um, those are all natural things to be wrestling with, but it's encouraging us in this aspect of like, God will go before you. God will see you through. I believe too, that you're going to see God gave me exactly what I needed at the moment of this, of my life right now to get me through it. Resentment can go along even when you get bitterness or anger and any of these things. And the way you do that is you pray. Like Mm -hmm. we were saying earlier, prayer changes things. Prayer changes you. When you're going through this stuff, resentment, bitterness, angerness, whatever it is in your life, you have to pray. And I know I personally went through some bitterness and anger in my life. You got to pray and ask that God will change your heart. Yes. It has to be a supernatural yes. work. It's, real, it's really easy to start resenting your husband when uh, you are sitting <laughs> at home with kids, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. sick kids, 
any kids, lots of kids, 24-7, and you've had to kind of sacrifice your, you know, your interests and your, you know, things that you enjoy for your kids and your family, and you can't let resentment creep into your marriage. You can't let it creep into your life, and you have to pray, and you have to surround yourself around like-minded people. You have to get yourself plugged into a church, and you need to get some time and enjoy your life, too. I'm sorry. I have to say it, though, because too many women— don't go out and have some time for themselves. You got to get a babysitter for a couple hours and you just have to get out and have a cup of coffee with a friend with no babies. But you also have to have your own individual identity. Yeah. You know, I, I think what's important to know is that during these times of tension, you might feel like you're all alone, but you're never alone. In the Bible says, one of the verses that Crystal mentioned earlier is that Second Timothy 1 7 says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and of a sound mind. And that's key. God's going to give you power to overcome the difficulty that you're facing. God's going to allow his love to overshadow all of your difficulties where you say, God loves me. He's for me. He's not against me. And then he's able to grant peace of mind. And, and I believe in the, the testings of, um, that you're going through of raising your, your children by yourself is an area where the Lord is going to show the deep riches of his grace and his mercy upon your life. And for those that are listening out there, maybe find themselves in the same situation or a similar situation, the same is true for you. God will, and that's why we wanted to do this whole show, is because God will show himself faithful and true to the end. And these testings that these that Ryan and Crystal have gone through, God is going to be using it for many different things in their lives. You going to read something, right? No. I want to ask Crystal, any last words? <laughs> we have a couple minutes left. Um, no, I mean, the one thing I wanted to say um, that I just think it's good is, is just marriage and, and making sure that through, if you have one kid or two kids or ten kids, um, make sure that you go on date nights yeah. early on and often. I mean, I know it's hard to separate with your kids, but... You can never blame your kids for not having a relationship with your husband. Your kids want to see you happy. They, they want to see a mom and dad. So just the one thing that Ryan and I have done is we have gone on date nights. I mean, it can't be every week sometimes, or maybe it's an hour car ride to church or whatever it is, but we make the time to make sure we're connecting, and we do it often, and it's important, and it's good. It's yeah. so easy to get distracted and just let mom do kids and me go to work and come home. And, you know, it's so easy to like miss that whole. Oh yeah. And you're like, Oh yeah, well this makes sense. I'm the man. I got to go to work. I got to do this. She's got the kids. She's busy doing that. But that's, that's, that's like, that's not good. You you have to make that time this week. Me and my wife were able to go out just to eat and, and go to the movies and, to us who are thinking the same thing, we have to continue making these times as well because there's craziness sometimes throughout the week. You know, she goes through a lot of stuff being being a, being at home, and it's like when the Lord shows me those things, like, no, we got to get some time. I would call my mom, hey, mom, can the kids come stay at your house for the night or something like that? Because what you're doing, just as you have to, um, you know, grow your relationship with the Lord, you have to grow in your, mar- your marriage as well because that's going to be the strength. The Lord's is the foundation. Your marriage has to be a, a part of that foundation. And then your children. You want to raise your children in the ways of the Lord. You want to be, because we are an example to our children. The way we treat 
our wives, the way wives treat their husband, that is the first relationship that your children are going to be able to see. And that's why you have to be able to have some focus on it. Crystal, you're an amazing human. <laughs> you guys are great. Go to thewhosoevers.com or you can go to ryan-reese.com to pick up Crystal's book. Peace. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese.